Welcome to the Script Bits podcast for Saturday, 10 September 2022. Our bit today comes from Romans 8.31, which says, What shall we then say to these things? If God be for us, who can be against us? Well, my people, it's a beautiful late summer Saturday, an ideal one for lazy, yes. And earlier on, I enjoyed some lazy time lolling around in my bed, although my back was aching, recommending my getting up. But it was just nice to lie there, contemplating life for a while, thanking the Lord for opening my eyes to another day in which I could enjoy his new mercies and compassions. No, isn't that a great way to greet the day? It certainly is. A bit of peace and quiet before the business, sorry, before the busyness of the day gets into your spirit. But as they say, all good things do come to an end. And eventually I had to get up and be about the Lord's business, which on Saturdays means checking out the quotes our friend Anselm sent us this past week as he aspires to inspire us for a better tomorrow. And this first quote is very interesting and mind-bending. It says, change like healing takes time. And that's the gospel truth, friends. A lot of us desire change, but expect it to come as soon as we wish for it. But just like our wounds, physical or emotional, don't heal suddenly or overnight, Change doesn't usually occur in a split instance, although there are instances when it can. And I do like what the opening paragraph of an article on change says on the website bibletools.com. Topical verses. It says, what does the Bible say about change and how can it inspire us in times of change? There seems to be always a guarantee in life that change will happen. Change is something we tend to fear and become anxious about because we do not feel in control of life. The good news is that God has a plan for your life that includes hope, future, and prosperity. We need to learn to trust in God and allow the change to grow us to become more like Jesus Christ. End of quote. Now, that's the truth in spades, my faithful brethren. Why? Because our most faithful and powerful God has promised that change, though inevitable throughout life, with sincere trust and faith in him, it will not deter us from our planned purpose in his will. This foundational verse says it all. And we know that all things work together for good to those that love God, to them who are called according to his purpose, which we also know comes from Romans 8.28. Yes, friends, if we believe in Almighty God, then although we might not want or need change, when it does happen, we will not be afraid since we know that in the end, that's over time, 
which therefore calls for patience and perseverance, it will all work out for our good through the Lord's goodness and mercy. That brings us to this next quote. Yesterday I was clever, so I wanted to change the world. Today I'm wise, so I'm changing myself. Now that's wisdom to the end degree, my people. It's all well and good to desire to change the world. But before we do the big things, most of us are first required to do the small things like change ourselves. We all have areas in which we can improve and that's where we need to begin. It's like Jesus said, why consider the motor speck in your brother's eye and not the beam or log in your own? And you can find that in Matthew 7, 3. And we all do that at some time or other. But it's always best to consider what changes we need before trying to change others. And these verses of scripture lead us along the right path to good and consistent change. Where Paul writes to the church at Rome, and be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. That comes from Romans 12 too. And he hit the nail right on the head there. For change can only come through the renewing of one's mind or changing the way one thinks. Because our mind is the controlling center of our body, everything passes through there before it becomes a reality. <laughs> Cousin Saul said it long ago, as a man thinks, so is he. You can find that in Proverbs 23, 7. And you know what? The best change we can ever make in our lives is to become a follower of Jesus Christ, which brings us into an entirely new dimension of life, a spirit-filled experience. Oh, yes. Once we encounter Christ, it's a whole new ball game. As Brother Paul says in 2 Corinthians, Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature or creation. All things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. And that's taken from 2 Corinthians 5.17. Yes, my people, when you come to Christ, you become a new person. But note, like we said of healing above, that change doesn't happen overnight. It takes a while for you to understand, accept, and put into practice the new aspects of life in Christ. In fact, it's a life journey. Like babies drink milk and soft foods at the beginning of life, so too, as new believers, early on, we handle the easier aspects of our transformation. But as we live out our faith, we daily become more mature in it. Now, that allows us to segue into this next quote which says, If I'm not for myself, who will be for me? But if I'm only for myself, what am I? And if not now, when? Those are all good questions, my brethren. So let's see if we can answer them now. The first one is the easiest and the best. You don't need to be for yourself because Almighty God is always there for you. 
It says it right there in the scriptures. What shall we then say to these things? If God be for us, who can be against us? Not a single soul can be against us, my people, if God is for us. And that's the living truth. But you first have to be for him. And put the next question, if you're only concerned with, concerned with yourself, then you are selfish and not a sincere believer in Christ Jesus. Because Christ didn't have a selfish bone in his body, else he never would have sacrificed his life for us. And that is where the transformation, the changing and renewal of your mind comes into play. Because to follow Jesus, we have to be willing to sacrifice everything we have, even our lives. And as always, the best time to initiate necessary change is right now. If we know we need to change and how to make it, then there's no need to put it off for later. The sooner we implement that change, the sooner our lives will improve. Then there's this last quote, things change and friends leave. Life doesn't stop for anybody. That's more glorious, though heart-hurting truth, my people. Things are continually changing, both inside and outside. One of those changes is that friends leave us, sometimes suddenly, and oftentimes we don't even know why. But it happens, and we just have to learn to deal with it. And again, loved ones die and leave us behind. We grieve. But we must carry on because the world and life doesn't stop for anybody. That's just a fact of life. And the best way to handle all the change, all the topsy-turviness in our world is to be a sincere follower of Jesus Christ because he will lead and guide you through all the changes and storms and comfort and love you when you need it through the indwelling presence of his Holy Spirit that comes to live with you when you accept him as Lord and Savior. Whoa! That tells us that the best way to handle this life is by having Jesus as the mainstay of our lives. But don't just take my word for it. Try it. Yes, try Jesus first. And you will find out it's also true. Much love. And the postscript for today says, You can't critique or criticize Jesus until you try him. But that's what a lot of people want to do because they're afraid to try him. I don't know why. But the only way you could live this life properly, fully, and abundantly is by living for him. So as we ask every day, let's get out there again today and live sincerely for Jesus because it's the best option we have on this planet Earth. And we pray that in Jesus' name. Amen. Please have a blessed day, my people. Much love.